Welcome to the Men's Leadership Network podcast, where each month we're exploring what it means to be a godly leader in our homes, workplaces, and communities. Today we have a special podcast for you, as we wanted to share with you a live portion of the Versus Conference that happened just last night at Rolling Hills Community Church in Franklin, Tennessee. It was an incredible event full of fellowship, award-winning barbecue, axe-throwing, laughs from comedian Jeff Allen, and a powerful testimony from Mike Fisher. We also had a word of encouragement from our teaching pastor, Jeff Simmons. God moved in mighty ways, and we want to share part of it with you today. In just a moment, you'll be hearing from Pastor Jeff as he dives deep into the story of Elijah, found in 1 Kings chapter 18 and 19. From fighting the urge to follow what culture says, to staying faithful and pure in the midst of temptation, to struggling with his own insecurities and battles, Elijah faced many challenges in his lifetime. But even through it all, he found God to be his faithful rock, and he found another Christ-following man to fight the battle with him. You see, men, we can't go alone. We too will face many challenges, temptations, and trying circumstances because we're all in a battle, each and every day with a real enemy. Satan wants to steal our joy, to kill our relationships, and destroy our lives. But like Elijah, we're created to walk with God and walk with other men as we face our everyday battles. So now, from the Versus Conference 2021, here's Pastor Jeff. Wow. Oh, man. Is this an incredible night or what? Holy cow, you can feel the presence of God in this place, and God is moving in a mighty way, and just so grateful and thankful for Mike Fisher and his leadership in our community and just his faithfulness to the Lord, and thankful for Jeff. But guys, what we want you to hear tonight is it's about Jesus. He alone is the one who can save. And guys, every one of us, you know, Mike talked about some of the battles they face, but every one of us face a battle. And that's why we called this Versus, because we see it every day, Right? We see it if you like sports, you know, we see the verses all the time. Uh, it's just there. You know, you've got the Titans versus the Colts. I mean, you know, that stuff kind of happens. you got Predators versus the Blackhawks. You've got verses all around us. You see it on TV, right? you got Man versus Wild, you know. you got these shows. You see it in movies, Good versus Evil. It's always there around us. You even see in the supernatural, you got God versus Satan. But the fact of the matter is this, right? Every man's in a battle, every one of us. And maybe you feel like tonight, man, you just feel like it's you versus the world. You know, this last 18 months have been tough. And it's really been tough on men. Financial pressures, relational pressures, pressures in marriage, pressures in family. And we feel the weight of the world on us. And it's hard and it's challenging. But as Mike was talking about, we're in a battle. Jesus said the enemy, right, the thief, comes to steal, kill, and destroy and that's what Satan does. He comes to, to steal our joy, to kill our relationships, and destroy our lives. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life to the full. He wants us to have the best life. He wants us to reach our full potential. He wants us to be the men that he created us to be. And it starts with our relationship with him. It's right there. And then it continues in our relationship with him. Jesus is the author and perfecter of our faith. Growing deeper in our relationship with God and locking arms with other brothers. You know, guys, there's a guy in the Bible, it's, his story's found in 1 Kings, 1 Kings chapter 18, and it's a guy named Elijah. And this guy, Elijah, man, it was, he was in a battle. He was in a battle for his life, and maybe you feel like that, right? A battle for your life, maybe back then or maybe today. But Elijah had a battle versus culture. You see, back in Elijah's day, it seemed like all of Israel was going away from God. They were worshiping this pagan god called Baal. And even the king, Ahab, and his wife Jezebel, the queen, were worshiping, worshiping Baal. 
And everybody had turned their backs on God. And it was like Elijah felt alone. Have you ever been there? And here's Elijah, and he decided, you know what, I'm going to stand up for God. Even in the midst of culture, I'm going to stand up for God. And so Ahab comes to him and says, why are you making trouble? Why don't you just follow Baal? And Elijah goes, no, 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 no. Here's what we'll do. Why don't you get all the people of Israel and come to Mount Carmel, and we'll see who is truly God. And so he brings all of Israel up to Mount Carmel. And there is Elijah versus 450 prophets of Baal. One guy, 450. I mean, overwhelming odds. And Elijah says, we'll build two altars. You get a sacrifice. Uh, you guys over here, you can build your little altar. We'll put it over there. I'll have a sacrifice. You have a sacrifice. And then you pray, and let's see what happens. Let's see what will come down. And I love what Elijah said here. Elijah said this. He looked at all the people that were gathering around. It's kind of like a pay-per-view of it, right? I mean, all these people are gathering around. And Elijah says to them, how long will you waver between two opinions? Guys, you got to think about that. How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, right? He is God. Follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. And the people said nothing. You know what? We live in this culture today, guys. Whereas people who say, well, I'm a Christian, you know, kind of. Maybe I grew up. I went to church every now and then. I'm not really involved now. But you kind of right there. And you watch their life just follow culture. And it's heartbreaking. And it's like people have run after this pagan God. In our culture, our society, many times, it's that little G God. You know, it's not Baal, but it's money. <laughs> And people just say, I'm going to sell my soul for money. If I can just get money, it's going to satisfy me. But I want to tell you this, money's not bad in and of itself. Money can be used to do a lot of good. But you don't sacrifice your family. You don't sacrifice your marriage on the altar of money. You say, you know what, God's entrusted this to me. How can I use it for the glory of God? Some people worship the God of this culture of pornography. And that little G God, man, has captured so many men. And there's so many men who go, you know what, every other guy's doing it, why not? But I want to tell you right now, pornography, it erodes your capacity for intimacy. And if you're struggling in your marriage, or you start to look and what is going on in my mind, what am I thinking about? The little G God of our culture many times, man, it becomes alcoholism. It's no big deal to go out and have a drink with buddies and hang out, but after a while, if it starts to control you and you go, you know what, I don't have a problem, it's no big deal, and you start to go along with culture, and you fall in love with culture, and you just see this slow drift away from God. And Elijah said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stand up for God. I'm going to worship him. Build the altars. Let's see what happens. And so these 450 prophets of Baal build their altar. They put the sacrifice on it. And then they start to call out to Baal, right? Oh, Baal, come down. And from morning to afternoon, come down, come down. They're even cutting themselves. And nothing's happening because that God doesn't exist. And here's what Elijah does. Elijah begins to taunt them. Isn't that crazy? It's right here in the Bible, right? It says, noon, Elijah began to taunt them. He was in the NFL. He'd get a 15-yard penalty for that. But he would start saying, right, shout louder, he said. Shout louder. I mean, maybe he's on vacation, right? Maybe he's in the bathroom. Maybe he's sleeping. Shout louder. And they're shouting louder. And they're cutting themselves and they're dancing. And, and here's the thing. 
We just worship culture at the end of the day. It just leaves you beaten and bruised with nothing to show for it. See, sin always takes you further than you want to go. It leaves you longer than you want to stay, and it costs you more than you ever wanted to pay. And finally, after a while, Elijah goes, enough. Let's prepare the altar of the Lord. And on the altar of the Lord, he puts the sacrifice. And he gathers everybody around, and then he says this, guys. He says, we'll put the sacrifice right here, but, but I want you to watch the power of God. Hey, guys, go get some tubs of water. And they came, and they took tubs of water. He says, dump it on the sacrifice. Hey, go get some more a second time. Go get some more a third time. This thing is covered with water. And then Elijah prays. And he begins to pray boldly. Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God, the one true God. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, the soil, and also licked up the water in the trench. When all the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. How do you imagine? Watching the fire come down. Guys, listen, I want to tell you this. Your obedience impacts more than just you. Your obedience to God impacts more than just you. It impacts your marriage. It impacts your children. It impacts your workplace. It impacts our community. It impacts your church. It impacts generations. When you stand firm for the Lord. Elijah, we're still reading his story because he stood up for God. And guys, this is our time. Stand up for God. Stand up for the Lord. But I want to tell you this too. With every great victory, there comes a challenge. When the challenge came in 1 Kings 19, all of a sudden Jezebel finds out and she's mad. Because she worshiped Baal. And she sends word to Elijah, Elijah, I'm coming after you. And you would think, Elijah would go, well bring it woman. Right? I mean, like, I just took out 450 prophets of Baal. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, like, what in the world? But no. Here's what it says. It says, Elijah was afraid and he ran for his life. Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. Elijah versus one woman? But guys, that can happen to us, can't it? You see, when conflict comes, many times our responses is one of two things. Fight or flight. And we don't want to fight with our wife. We don't want to fight with our daughter. We don't want to fight with those that we love. So what do we do? We run. <laughs> and maybe we don't run physically, or sometimes we do, but a lot of times we run emotionally. We just shut down. We shut down. Now, if you notice, there's never a reference here that Elijah ever prayed and said, God, be with her. Or God, I'm going to go. I'm going to take the initiative. I'm going to go and I'm going to talk to her. No, no, no. He just ran. And guys, maybe... You have a wife at home who's just waiting for you to make the first move. To come to her and say, listen, I love you. I care about you. I want us to have 50 years of marriage. I want it to be great. I want to model for our kids the way I love you. But Elijah ran. 40 days and 40 nights. He took off. And he goes to the mountain of the Lord. And now we see Elijah versus God. Elijah versus God. Look what it says. And the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? What are you doing here? What are you doing here tonight? What are you doing here, Steve? What are you doing here, Ben? What are you doing here, Brad? 
Then the Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain. I'm about to pass by. And Elijah stood out there, and the wind came. It just blew, but the Lord wasn't in the wind. And then the earthquake shook the mountain, but the Lord wasn't in the earthquake. And then fire came, but the Lord wasn't in the fire. But then, after the fire, came a gentle whisper, and the Lord was in the whisper. Guys, what is God saying to you? See, a lot of times we're waiting for this audible voice. We're waiting for God to say some big thunderous thing from up on high. But God speaks to our hearts. And God's been speaking to every one of us tonight. No doubt. Through Jeff Allen, through Mike Fisher. But that's the power of the Holy Spirit speaking to you. He's speaking to you tonight. And you know what Elijah replied? He replied, but listen, God, I'm the only one left. God, I'm alone. I'm scared. And you know what God said? Go back the way you came. Elijah, I'm not done with you. Go back to your ministry. Go back the way you came. You know what God's saying to us? Go back the way you came. Go back to your marriage. Tell your lover. Go back to your family. Go back to your kids. Go back different. Go back changed. Go back as the man I called and created you to be. You go back and live it. And by the way, Elijah, you're not alone. You're not alone. He says this. He says, yet I reserve 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed down to Baal and whose mouths have not kissed him. Elijah, you're not alone. There's other men who are standing up for me. Guys, look around. There's other men in our community who are willing to stand up for the glory of God. There's other men who are saying, I'm going to live for God. I want to make a difference in my day, in my time, in my generation. And men, God's not through with any of us yet. Hey, listen, you don't put a period in your life where God's put a comma. God has been writing a great story in your life, and he is not finished. He wasn't finished with Elijah. You know what? Elijah goes back, and he calls a guy Elisha. He says, hey, join me, man, let's go, and some other men, and they start living for the glory of God. And you know what? Elijah did more miracles after that point on Mount Carmel than he did even before. He did more miracles. They were even greater. God did an amazing work through him, and God wants to do amazing work through you. He wants to do amazing work through me, all for his name and for his glory. He's just looking for people who are saying, here I am, God. Here I am. I'm not perfect. Sometimes I'm a mess, but God, I'm yours. And I'm going to live my life for whatever days I have left for your name and for your glory, oh God. God, I'm yours. Think about this. Jesus took 12 men and changed the world. And they were ordinary fishermen. They weren't Bible scholars. They weren't in seminary somewhere. These guys were ordinary business guys who just said yes to following Jesus. Guys, will you say yes? Will you say yes in your heart? I don't know where you are tonight. Listen, I don't. And maybe you can identify with Jeff. Maybe you've been agnostic. Maybe you've just been wondering, is there even a God up there? I want to tell you, yes, there is a God. And that God created you. He put you on this earth for this time. He brought you here tonight because he wants to speak to you right here, right now. That's how much he loves you. He even sent his one and only son who died on a cross so that you wouldn't have to be there. So that you could have eternal life. Maybe you're here tonight, and man, you've kind of been wavering between two opinions. 
And God's saying to you, it's time. It's time. You know what? Plug into a church. Get a group of guys around you. Start standing up for me. Dive into the word. Come on. The best of your life is still to come. Your best days are still ahead. Would you trust him? Maybe you're here tonight, man. You've just been sold out for God. You're like, let's go. Let's go. And God's calling you to be a leader. God's calling you to look around, man, your workplace, your neighborhood, your community, and say, God, use me for your glory. I'm not perfect, but I'm yours. I want to ask you just to bow your head and close your eyes right now, just for a moment. And I want you to have that moment with God. Elijah had his moment right there. But this is your moment. What's God saying to you? What's that gentle whisper? Maybe tonight's a night of salvation. You go, God, I need you. My life is spinning out of control. I just feel like it's me battling the world. But, but tonight I surrender. Jesus, come into my life. Forgive my sins. Redeem me. Restore me. You know the thing about Elijah, even when he was running, God came to him. God came to him. And God's coming to you right now. Maybe you want to pray, God, I just pray for my marriage. I pray for my wife. God, I love her. I pray for my kids. Maybe tonight you just want to pray God's protection over your family. Maybe tonight you just go, okay, God, it's time. I've wavered between two opinions for too long. And now I'm stepping up and I'm stepping out. God, I'm yours. God, I'm yours. Holy and completely yours. So, Father God, here we are. You called us in this time, in history, in this day, in this generation. Elijah had his day. The disciples had their day. God, this is our day. And Jesus, I pray that you would call us to step out and step up. I pray boldly, God, that we would be the men that you created us to be. Godly husbands, godly fathers, men after your heart. And that we would follow you all the days of our life. Because the best of our life is still ahead. Jesus, I pray salvation would come right now in the hearts and lives of men. I pray that hope would come right now in marriages. I pray, Father, you would even convict us tonight, God, if there's areas of our life that we are compromising. If there's little G gods in our life that we're following, God, give us the boldness and the courage to say no to culture and yes to Jesus. So, Father God, here we are. It's not an accident that any of us are here. You brought us here tonight to hear from you. So, Lord God, speak and change us forever. It's in the beautiful, holy name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to today's podcast. We pray what you learned will help you as you become a better leader in your home, workplace, and community. Once again, if you found this content helpful, we hope you'll subscribe, comment, and share this podcast with others. And be sure to join our email list to ensure you never miss an episode that comes out the first Friday of every month. You can do that now and follow all of our past episodes at mensleadershipnetwork.com.